sisters, join the resistance. Come on, let's start by talking tactics. Have a pass and match us. Here's how we practice. The last order conversation. David Jason. Hey everyone, welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. And this week we're talking about the Emmy Awards 2015 versus 1955. No. Uh, yeah, the I I missed the whole, you know, all the internet buzz, I guess, when the Emmy nominations were announced because I was, I don't know, living my life, I guess. I didn't. But I, I saw them all. Yeah, I, I checked out the list and uh, there's some there are some interesting uh, interesting things to talk about with it. I think we're not going to do our predictions necessarily unless there's no, something we really want to predict stuff. but yeah uh, i i did have something did you watch the colbert clip about pluto i did not oh uh, you should is it is it just a thing on youtube or something yeah i well it's it's yeah it's definitely on youtube or and, probably from cbs or something yeah but it is on youtube that's where i watched it and i've watched I think all the clips he's had since that unbearding or whatever that was called, the cold beard where he shaved the beard on the clip. And that was funny and they've all been funny, but this one is, is a little more so it's worth watching. All right. Did you check out the, uh, the cable access show? I know I, I watched the beginning of it and I didn't watch the whole thing. Is that worth watching too? I haven't watched it either. It's like 45 minutes long or something. Yeah. That's why I didn't go all the way through. And I, if I were maybe over a big Eminem fan, it would make me, but I am a big Colbert fan. So I guess I should go back to it. What a crazy thing. How awesome he is. I hope he keeps doing it even after he gets the gig. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the web stuff he's been doing, you haven't seen any of the other web stuff at all. No, I haven't seen any. I, um... uh, it's worth looking into. Most of it's pretty short. And it's 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 the typical Colbert funny stuff. Like he had a the most before the Pluto thing, he had a, a bit about the that day where the New York Stock Exchange computers went down. And he just was pretending to be a like a uh, survivor, and it was really it it started with that little bit and it stayed with it, but it got funnier and funnier. So yeah, yeah it's well, worth watching. I'd actually have a good late night talk show. Yeah, I I don't mind Fallon, but yeah, I think this will be better. I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, it'll definitely be better, yeah. Have you seen that new Late Late show host? I watched it the one time and I didn't pretty care. Pretty bad, for it. man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, Emmys. Emmys. All right, you want to jump into it? Uh, you want to do the first uh Well, first category? I just wanted to talk about something I never noticed before. People complaining about not getting nominated. Have you ever... Do you remember that from previous years? No, like the it... actual people it happened to complaining? No. So uh, the guy who created um, Empire, I didn't watch it, but there is like all kinds of headlines about how he put out an Instagram video where he's like, fuck the, the award people. I didn't get nominated. Uh, Les Daniels, I think, Lee Daniels. Daniels. And then and I, it might have been tongue-in-cheek. I didn't watch it. So, but it's just funny that it even happened. And then uh, I think it was – the one of the ones from Broad City is like, who do I have to peg in this town to yeah, get nominated? It was Abby. Abby. Yeah. That was more funny though. Yeah. Well, I'm, that's why maybe the Lee Daniels thing was supposed to be funny. I don't know. I just think it's funny that people are even talking about it. it. Just seems like a different world than it used to be. People didn't really care that much, or maybe just because, like, I think uh, before social media, and it still happens now, but I think social media kind of creates less of a buffer there's no pr person going through your answers that wouldn't happen where you would come like you're doing an interview you're not going to complain about not being nominated a pr person is going to say it doesn't look good but i don't think it really matters yeah i, just, I don't either i just think it's interesting that's happened and i kind of do want to watch empire because i like i can't remember how to say her name therapy henson is that her name i think she got nominated that is, that is a difficult name to say i know but i i did it well and I think she did get nominated. Maybe no one else did. Anyway, uh, you want to start with comedy? Yeah. Well, you know what I think that, sorry, before we do, what I think that points out is that uh, PR people are unnecessary to life, really. <laughs> I don't know why people have them. Yeah, let's go to uh, Outstanding Comedy Series. Go for it. It's, uh, I think, pretty much no surprises. Louis, Modern Family, Parks and Rec, Silicon Valley, Transparent, 
Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, and Veep. And I think there's a well, there's no Brooklyn Nine Nine, which sucks. But I think there's a I, Modern Family's won a five years in a row, and I don't want them to win again, even though I like the show a lot. I want Parks and Rec to win because it's their last chance. And I would we're like just talk, talking about that. Yeah, and it hasn't won before. Right, yeah, because Modern Family has won. It just keeps winning. I think Modern Family was won every year of its existence. So, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt or Veep winning, but come on. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't mind really anything but Modern Family winning, but uh, Parks and Rec would be the one I'd like to win, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, Louie doesn't really have much of a chance, I don't think. But... Uh, you will notice there is no Big Bang Theory nominated. Is, is it ever? I don't know. I feel like it always is, but who knows? I know it's, the yeah. actors are. I don't. It seems like it should be. Not that you know. Not that yeah, it was nominated last year. It should be in the fact that it's so popular, not in it in its quality. No, definitely not in its quality. I, I. Uh, I yeah, was... you're right. Maybe it's not as good as it used to be. Wow, that's saying something. I, I was reading some... Uh, Everything is saying something. Black. I said something. Bravo. I was reading some... Bravo. Interview with uh, Jim Gaffigan, because he's got some show that's going to be on TV land, I guess, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was saying how they uh, they wanted... They're developing it for CBS, and and he was like... Well, I, I want, it's got to be a single camera, you know? He's like, I'm not going to do, you know, the studio audience multi-camera thing, whatever. And they're like, yeah, you do whatever you want, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they, they shot it, and then the studio, uh, CBS was like, well, we actually want it to be a multi-camera sitcom. <laughs> Which is everything, like, I, I don't know why they can't get out of that mode. Well, they can, just can't get out of the mode of having really terrible sitcoms either. But I tend to think the two are... I never pay attention to what network something's on, so I, I, I want to say you're wrong. I want to say there's one good sit- sitcom on CBS, but the thing is, there's not many good sitcoms on right now, so I, I can't even say that. I'll tell you what what has what is and has been on CBS the past couple seasons. Well, Big Bang Theory, right? Mike and Molly, Two Broke Girls, um, Two and a Half Men. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm hearing you're right. Yeah, no, they're, they're terrible, especially for, I mean, at least for sitcoms um yeah i you're right there's there's not a lot left now um no with parks and rec well there's stuff like that i forget about and i didn't watch the entire season of this of it's always sunny this year because i got confused i think i used to, to dvr it and for some reason it, it turned off and i i don't watch fxx for any other reason so i didn't know it was back going so apparently there's a whole season i missed somehow hopefully it'll come to netflix soon yeah that's never been nominated huh probably no I'm, and I'm it, guessing. it should be it should have been i don't know why it hasn't been it's there's it's it is outstanding in this comedy series come on yeah although this, I, this list is not bad i have to say no for, it's for not once. bad but i would put i would put it's always sunny above pretty much everything on the list except for parks and rec yeah. Maybe not Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I'd put it maybe equal that in V, but I I just think it's it's such a funny show, and I think it's going to be one of those funny shows like Seinfeld that's remembered for years. I might be wrong, but I think Wildcard Bitches is going to be something that everybody's going to think of is funny for a long time, so it's, it's a show that's going to translate generationally. Well, I know they they were shown in reruns for a while here, but then they, Which is hard. Yeah, because they keep having to bleep shit. And... Yeah. There is a pretty good podcast uh i forget what's maybe slate linguistic police or some stupid name like that but they talked about how hard seinfeld was to translate to other countries because how 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 much of its comedy is based on language and on the how one word is funnier than others yeah and not only that but language like in the episode where the 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 girlfriend is has a name that rhymes with the female body part that's just a translation task that had to be really difficult to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then just stuff like re-gifter and, you know. The... Yeah, they, they're basically creating words, right. creating catchphrases. And what's, they mentioned this in in the episode. And it, what is interesting is that they would create catchphrases for all the characters, 
but they would only last one episode. It, it, they would never go back to catchphrases, which is pretty funny. Which is good, yeah. Yeah, but somehow these catchphrases that they created for one episode got just like the Simpsons. Simpsons have done similar things, but they became a part of the culture, even though it wasn't it wasn't Dino White. Right. Yeah. Well, thankfully. And another funny thing I never really thought about, and I don't know how if I agree, but uh, uh, the first episode. Kramer's name was Kessler because they didn't want to use a real person's name, but they went back to Kramer and, and Larry Davis' excuse was Kramer's just a funnier name than Kessler. And I don't know if it is or not, but it's it's funny that someone would say that and other people would agree with it. Yeah. Well, I know. We were watching, uh, like when we were in bed last night, we were watching Seinfeld rerun, and, uh, and it was the one where like Jerry cusses at that kid <laughs> or in front of that kid, but then... I, then there's that scene where the kid like tears apart his tape of that he made of his routine from the previous night, and he says, "What the fuck are you doing, you little piece of shit?" <laughs> and I was like, "You know, they bleep it," but I was like, "That's pretty. That's pretty out there for the time period." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that translated to other countries. Well, any any time you're violent towards a child is funny in all countries. Yeah, I think so. Just watch uh, evenings with ISIS. For uh, an example, the yeah, and and Shazam. I'm trying to save you. Yeah, it's a decent list. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. no Brooklyn Nine Nine, but uh, I think that that does damn the list because Brooklyn Nine Nine is the funniest comedy on network TV. I agree, and uh, definitely they, funnier I, than Modern Family. But funnier than Modern Family. And yeah, well, I don't, I mean, you can make an argument that the, that the cable shows are funnier or the Netflix show is funnier, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine is a great show. Because I think, I, do, I actually think it might be a little bit more difficult to be funny on network TV because you have, you have so much going against you. You have like, you have to do more episodes. You you don't have the, the freedom to curse quite as much and you have to fit into like the constraints of network television. Yeah. Something on on HBO, you don't have those constraints. You don't have to worry about commercials breaking up your flow. So I, I think it is more difficult to be funnier on network t- TV. And the well, fact that's, that... Yeah, that's it, been proven by all the sitcoms out there, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that, that should have been nominated. It stinks that it wasn't. I, I guess we'll get to it to see, to make sure Brower was nominated. You have to hope so. Yeah, you would hope. I, who knows at this point? Because we're only on Outstanding Drama Series. Right. So we've got Better Call Saul, Downton Abbey. I don't know why they keep nominating this one. Um, People love it. Game of Thrones, Homeland. People love it. That's still on. I'm surprised that's still on. Yeah, me too, because I started watching that third season. I, it bored me to tears, so I stopped. Um, House of Cards. Wait, no. I'm. That's what I meant, House of Cards. It bored me. Uh, Mad Men. Mad Men. And Orange is the New Black, they finally moved to its proper category because it is not a comedy. And that's just based on what the producers nominate, like put it down for. Yeah. So don't blame the Emmy people for that. They get a bad rap. No, I blame the producers. And I blame the producers for it also being kind of a terrible show. Well. Um, but these are, yeah, this is kind of, this is much weaker than the comedy category. I think you got to give it to Mad Men this, this time just because it was the final season. Oh, wait, I've... I agree with it. Oh, yeah. I don't watch enough of these shows to really have an opinion, but I want to go back to the comedy thing. It looks like the it might have been the Emmy's fault because they, they changed the rule. They clarify the difference between a comedy series and a drama series. Any show where episodes average a length of 30, min- of 30 minutes is eligible to enter as a comedy, and series with episodes that average a length of an hour is eligible as a drama. That's, that's a weird way to put the rule. Yeah, but it works. It works. That's why Orange is the New Black is definitely a drama. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I don't watch. I'm not up to. But did you think the final season of Mad Men was good enough to be to win the award? I think I don't. I don't know if it's ever won. It might have. Um, I think it has. Okay. Then, if it has, uh, then maybe it's time for Better Call Saul. But I don't think. I don't. If Mad Men's won, and Better Call Saul is just on its first season, I don't think either of those will actually win then. Um, I'm sure a lot of people would like to see Game of Thrones win. I don't I don't really care, actually. 
whatever. Well, let's get, get away from it and talk about Outstanding Variety Talk Series, which is the last time Colbert Report will be on there. And it's one already. So it doesn't, oh, you know, maybe they'll give it to Letterman for his last season. Oh, yeah, they're going to give it to Letterman. Because you got, okay, you got the Colbert Report, but and Colbert's still got more chances to win. Uh, Daily Show, I th- Oh. I- yeah. I don't know if that's going to be eligible for next year or not. Um, well, it doesn't matter. He he, John Stewart won so many times. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for a while it was just John Stewart, and then Colbert broke it. But yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. No. Uh, last week tonight with John Oliver. Maybe next year. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because they have to give it to Colbert because this show is going to be so good it's going to blow everything out, else out of the water. But huh. maybe in two years. Yeah. Uh, Letterman and Fallon. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably a given that it's going to go to Letterman. Outstanding variety sketch series. Is, is this, this a, a new category? Ca- that's what I was going to ask. I don't remember this. I kind of like it. Oh, well. N- yep. Brand new. Okay. Well, that makes sense because I think they, yeah, they used to put Saturday Night Live in some other category. Um, and they have I it here it- now, which it is by far the weakest of these shows. So Yes, there's no way that Saturday Night Hello? God damn it. Yeah, uh, I don't know what happened So they there. broke up Outstanding Variety Series into Outstanding Variety Talk, Outstanding Variety Sketch. Yeah, that's And on the, the Sketch, Drunk History, Inside Amy Schumer, Keen Peel, Portlandia, Saturday Night Live, everything is above Saturday Night Live in that list, in my opinion. I've not seen a lot of Inside Amy Schumer, maybe two episodes. Every episode I've seen has been hilarious. Same with Keen Peel. And I think I've seen a lot more Portlandia, and that's great. And Drunk History is fun. So I'd be fine with any of them. I don't think any of them stand above the others. Yeah. Um, it's I would, if I had to guess, we might do an episode where we do our guesses, but I would guess for Amy Schumer, just because she's been so, yeah, like, she's really... Been in the on, culture. Yeah, really heavily late with a new movie coming out, and I don't know when they vote, but... Well, it is... That was a thing with the comedy series that we missed too. Was uh, Broad City? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, would have liked to have well, seen that get nominated. This season wasn't as good, so I think maybe, but still, what was good enough to be on that list? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm going with you. I mean, I think probably inside Amy Schumer of this list, unless it's just like a bunch of ninety-year-olds voting and they give it to Saturday Night Live. I can't, but I can't really see that. It's not. Oh, and I, I sorry. No, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna repeat that it's not anywhere near as funny as any of these other shows. But it just made me realize that uh, Comedy Bang Bang should be on that list, and that should win. But it's not on the list, so it can't win. Oh yeah, Comedy Bang Bang. I don't. I haven't watched a lot of that show. It's, it's so much. It's so different from the podcast. It is, and it takes a little while to 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 get past the differences. But once you do, I think it's really funny. Reggie Watts is awesome on that show. I know he's gone now, but yeah, he fucked himself. Hitching his <laughs> wagon to that guy's star, but I guess you know that's network money. Now we're on a a, a category I have not seen one of the shows in. Oh, wait, outstanding limited series. Oh, I probably haven't either. Um, before we go to that, I haven't seen any of these, so fuck it. Who cares? Um, okay. Did you listen to the speaking of Scott Ackman? Did you listen to the new uh, you talking you two to me? No. Oh. What, what's what are they talking about? Going to the concert. Oh, I gotta listen to that. Yeah, they had. There's a really good story they have on there. So, were they at the concert you were at? No, they were in L.A. Ah, uh, I thought they might have come up just to see you. <laughs> no, uh, Adam Scott was in Cleveland filming, so he had to fly out just for the concert. Um, otherwise, I'm sure they would have gone to every show in California. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I saw a trailer for Adam Scott thing, and I don't remember. Oh no, you know what? I'm thinking Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman's in a, like a a thriller movie. Oh, that's not a good fit. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see. Maybe he's changing his career. Yeah, maybe he's pulling a Woody Harrelson. Going bald, I mean. Oh, I, I thought you meant the sex act. Outstanding. I haven't seen any of these either. Television movie, me either. Wait, where's the fucking... What, shouldn't, like, Sherlock and stuff be under limited series? Well, did Sherlock have a season last maybe, year? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know when this shit it ends and starts. They had a, uh, they have one coming up, but I don't think, I think it was like two years ago they had their last series. As they say in the UK, series. Yeah, weird. What? So what do they call the whole run of the thing? The show? Uh, I don't know. 
the uh, bangers and mash. Toad in the hole. They do love mash there. They do. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with them. Uh, no reason to talk about outstanding reality competition program. No, because we don't watch any of this bullshit. I thought you did. I thought you watched like The Voice. Uh, Viv- American Idol. No, Viv watched The Amazing Race. I don't really watch it. Uh, yeah, we did watch some of The Voice, but it's not anything we tune in for every night. It's just one of those things like, oh, there's nothing on right now. This is the least, the least evil of all these evils. So yeah, I don't care. Um, acting. Acting. That's my job. Oh, man, I I was sure that was Betty Davis. All right, uh, I think it's your turn. Who cares? Yeah, you read it. In the Anderson. Oh, this is a lead actor in a comedy series, by the way. Don Cheadle for House of Lies. Louis C.K. for Louis. Will Forte as for Last Man on Earth. Matt LeBlanc. I guess I have to watch episodes. It, get, it gets high raves, and I he's know. nominated for an Emmy. I know. It's uh, hard to believe that it would be good with Matt LeBlanc, but yeah, I hear good <laughs> things, too. Uh, William H. Macy for Shameless and Jeffrey Tambor as Transparent. I mean, it's got to be Jeffrey Tambor, I would think. It's uh, Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched that Shameless, uh, uh, Transparent. I have to watch it. Shameless seems... Yeah, I don't know. This The only uh, show on this list I watched all the way through is... Last Wolf Man on Earth. Last Man on Earth, and he was fine in it. So I like that he's nominated. Yeah. Because it was, it was a fun show. It got... It, it started off good. I thought it got a little weak in the middle, and then it got better. So we'll see what it's like next year. But yeah, interesting list of people. I don't have any complaints. I can't think of someone who should be on the list. I mean, I like Andy Samberg, but he doesn't necessarily need to be outstanding lead. No, and I don't even. I wouldn't even consider him. I wouldn't consider them to have a lead on that show. No, really. it's all ensemble. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I just think Jeffrey Tambor's. I don't know. It's. It's, so that's you would consider that show a comedy? Not really. That's the thing. I mean, it is a half hour, but it's definitely not ha-ha funny. It, it seems more like a drama, actually, to me, than a comedy. But, I don't know. You know, they change the rules. It's a half hour, so it goes in comedy. Um, but, yeah, I think, I think it's Jeffrey Tambor for that. Um, we're doing a good job of not making predictions on this. So. <laughs> Well, we skipped a bunch. Um, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. Edie Falco for Nurse Jackie. Lisa Kudrow for The Comeback. Julia Louis-Dreyfus for Veep. Amy Poehler for Parks and Rec. Amy Schumer. Inside Amy Schumer. Lily Tomlin for Grace and Frankie. Of course, we want Amy Poehler to win, and she probably should because this is her last go-round. I, I, I've heard good things about Grace and Frankie. I haven't tried it, but I have heard good things. Have you heard much about that? Nope. I haven't heard anything. And uh, the comeback. I've heard good things about the comeback. It's, those two I've never watched. Yeah, I have not watched either of those. Uh, yeah, I have watched everything else. I mean, Nurse Jackie is another one that's... Yeah, that's not a comedy. Not really a comedy. Um, yeah, I think it's got to be... Well, I mean, it's going to come down to Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Amy Poehler. Maybe Amy Schumer. Well, yeah, Lily Tomlin too. You're right. That's she's like royalty. Yeah. Spaceship landing over there. Well, that's the way it is over here. I'll tell you if they're good aliens or bad aliens after they get through the probe. Oh, when are we gonna? I guess we should do a break pretty soon because there's not that many like nominations that we're gonna actually read. Well, let's do a break right now. Well, all right. Um. Oh shit. You know. What? I have to minimize my screen to get to the record stop. That's fucking interesting info for all you. Okay, yeah, let's do a quick break. We'll come back with the rest of the Emmy nominations. We had a comrade, a brave comrade. He could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero Tried talking about Shamiro To computers wearing earphones He almost died for conversation Hallucinations, good vibrations Van Dyke Parks, Greyhound Racing Steeple chasing, 
will take some time and patience, but all the best thing. All right, the rest of these dum dum nominations. No, they're Emmy. They're called Emmys. Dum dum oh. nominations or something. I think they're something to do with ammo. With ammo? Oh. Best fire, firepower. Oh or yeah. F fourteen gun. That's a rifle. Yeah. Kill deer with. Best. Uh, yeah. Best rubber bullets to use on non minorities. If you're a policeman. Yeah. What are those awards called? Dum dums. Oh, they're the dum dum awards. Oh, okay. Uh. All right. Take it away. Well, we're outstanding lead actor in a drama series, and uh, I did not know Newsroom was still on TV. I thought that was off. So Jeff Daniels is nominated for that. Kyle Chandler for Bloodline, a Netflix show that apparently is a comedy since it's uh, all the half-hour Netflix shows are dramas. Oh, no, that's Showtime. Uh, John Hamm, Mad Men. Bob Odenkirk, Mad Men. Liv Schreiber, Mad Men. And Kevin Spacey for Mad Men. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I know. It would be nice to see John Hamm win for once. He's won many times. Oh, has he? Okay. I don't know. I feel like we get it wrong every time, so I'm just going to automatically disagree with what you say, so at least one of us will be right. I'm looking him up right now. Awards and nominations. Uh... God damn it. Let me move my screen over so I can see the whole goddamn thing. Uh, nominated, 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 nominated. He has never won. He has not won. So, yeah, I think, I think it's uh, Mr. Jean Hambon. No, yeah, I would Jean like Bon. Yeah, I would like to see him win. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. And everybody else is going to have more, more chances. Maybe I don't. Yeah, maybe not the newsroom. From what I hear, that's a terrible show. Um, but it I have was, not seen any. It was all right. It, writing was not that great, but the performances were actually pretty interesting. Yeah, all I know about it is there was some episode this season where it was like some college rape story where they basically blamed the victim. I read oh, about God. that. Yeah. Um, I, have, I didn't see it, but there was a lot of writing about that episode. See, I I guess I just somehow missed the fact that it was still on. I didn't even, I didn't hear about that, and I didn't hear about it being on. Anyway, let's move on because I don't want to hear any more about Jeff Daniels being involved in that kind of slop. Yeah, yeah, he should be in, involved in in much higher quality things like Dumb and Dumber um, or the Purple Rose of, Rose of Cairo. Yeah, wow. He has a lot of uh, he does a lot of stuff that's tangential to uh, sexual abuse. <laughs> I, I remember reading an interview with him not long after that came out, where he said this uh, Purple Rose Cairo was a role of a lifetime. I'll never get another role like that. And he, I guess, he's worked his entire career to to make sure that's true. Yeah. Well, it was self fulfilling prophecy, I guess. No, he he's actually a very good actor. I just think it's it's funny that he wasn't he wasn't Dumb and Dumber, and he Dumb and Dumber. I've not seen the new one, but the first Dumb and Dumber is actually a very funny movie, and he's a very funny actor in that movie. And it's not what you when you hear you see him in other things, you don't expect him to have such a stupid role, but he does really well with it. I disagree. I have you disagree with it. with everything I said then. Yeah. Thank uh, God you're the one reading the next list because you're going to get that very difficult name and we'll see how you do with it. Jim Carrey. I, you know what? Jim Carrey as a comedian just has never worked for me. He worked for me uh, cutting lawns back in the 50s. But he also worked in, in Living Color. I thought he was very funny on that. He was decent on that. He's still too muggy. But, uh, but you know, I don't know. Now he's, now he's going to grow up with some – or he's going to have some kids who – infect all the rest of our children with their deadly diseases. So he's made up for it, is what I'm trying to say. Well, his children will die quickly, at least. So you can let yourself sleep well with that thought. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they might just die from uh, being mortified by his facial expressions. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. Claire Danes for Homeland. Voila Davis for How to Get Away with Moida. Oh, Taraji P. Henson. That's what. That's why you had trouble with it. 
for Empire. Well, look, she got nominated. Uh, now here's one that it's about time. Tatiana yes. Maslany for Orphan this Black. It's exciting, and I don't even care who else is, else is on the list. She should win. Yeah, Elizabeth Moss. Win. No, Elizabeth Moss, not really a lead actress. That's another one. Uh, Robin Wright for House of Cards. It's got to be Tatiana Maslany, but I bet it won't be. I, I'm gonna go out and I'll go out on a limb and say they're gonna give it to Taraji P Henson. But it should it should by any normal voting curricula not, that's not the word i'm looking for uh whatever it should be touchy on a muslani and it, it, it's surprising how long it took to get her nominated because that show had a lot of buzz for this that is the first third... season yeah it was really yeah i guess this is the, what season are you on yeah this so she was nominated for the third season and really she should have been nominated for the first season obviously but since they missed that they should have made it up for it by nominating her for the second season they still didn't so it took her way too took them way too long i know i like how it's she's listed as tatiana maslani as various on yes. orphan black <laughs> which like you know you you read that and you don't see the show you're just like oh she plays a couple parts so uh, who cares but she plays a couple parts and more than just like a couple it's she's playing different characters and if when you watch the show the first time you don't realize right 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 away that it's the same actor it's her yeah it's it's so amazing how like in, enveloped into the into the those characters she becomes because when i first saw it the the like the blonde-haired crazy wild woman I didn't even realize it was her. Nope, same here. It's amazing how good she is. And then the, the difference between the suburban soccer mom and and everyone else is great. It's just a, it's Oh, a yeah, man. Show. She she kicks ass all over the rest of everybody, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Including the actors. All right. Next up. That's the lead actor in limited, limited series or movie. And oh, I'm we don't sure care. I'm sure we haven't seen any of these. I'd like to see them. Dark the Special? What? What is that? It's a Ricky Gervais thing. I thought it was a BBC thing they put on Netflix. Is well, it yeah, Netflix? Netflix. Netflix did it over here. They bought the rights to to air it here. They did, so it's not like they're not making new seasons of it. They're no, just... it's 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 the actual BBC show. Yeah, just on okay. Netflix. That's interesting that they would get nominated for Netflix. Like, does does Downton Abbey get nominated for PBS? I, w- I wish there's a way for me to find that out, but there really isn't. No, who will never know? Uh, Timothy Hutton back in the. Uh, Back in the award spotlight. That's nice. I like Timothy Hutton. I don't have any years. desire to watch American Crime, but I thought he was very good in. Um, there's a couple goofy TV shows he's been on that he's been good in. American Crime is not a goofy show, and I don't want to watch it, but he was good in uh, Nero Wolf. There was a television portrayal of that, and it was really well done and, and very close to what the books were like, and I, I, I liked him in that. Outstanding lead actress in a limited series. Oh, okay, okay, that's another one. Okay, Maggie Gyllenhaal for The Honorable Woman, which I have seen uh, and was somewhat disappointed by. Um, she did. She was okay. She was fine. Um, Felicity I... Huffman, American Crime, Jessica Lange, once again. Queen Latifah. Oh, Bessie Smith. Uh, oh, Frances McDormand. Emma yeah, Thompson. That's a good list of actors there. Yeah, I, I have never not not heard about that Francis McDormand thing, and I, I kind of want to watch it because yeah. I like her a lot. Well, it's on HBO, so you can forget it. Yeah, it's too much effort. Um. Oh, they did a oh, they did a Sweeney Todd live from Lincoln Center on PBS. That's what Emma Thompson was nominated for. That's weird. All right, let's go to uh, supporting performances. This you can read this, but I looked at this list. I think this is probably. The toughest call of any of the lists. It isn't. There's only one choice. But all right, outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series. Yay, Andre Brar for Brooklyn Nine Nine. Titus Burgess. I don't know how to say his Burgess. name. Uh, for Unbreakable Kevin Schmidt. Ty Burrell for Modern Family. Adam Driver for Girls. Tony Hale Veep and Keegan Michael Key for Key and Peele. And I know what you're going to say. Adam Driver does the best job, but really, I think his acting is is overrated because he's playing a character called Adam. And how hard can that be? So my thought is it should be Andre Brower. I'm I'm. They're all good. I mean, I don't I don't watch girls, so actually I don't know 
Adam Driver. He does play a character named Adam Sackler. It's almost the exact same name. Because Sackler is, as we know, the Spanish word for pedestrian. But, uh, yeah, it's... <sighs> Andre Brower, I really love Titus Burgess on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Um, Ty Burrell's won every goddamn year, I feel like. But deservedly so. I do like him on that show. He's, he's good, but he's not... I don't think he's Andre Brower or Titus Burgess good. No. Um, no. Tony Hale, of course, is great. Who's won, and he is great. But I... I, I yeah, I think... I, not that I didn't think Titus, Titus Burgess was funny, and he was. I just didn't think he was as strong as Andre Brower. I mean, Brower just funnier and better. Yeah, well, he's... He's definitely a stronger actor, if that's all you're going on. Um, yeah, shit. I don't know. It's tough. And Keegan-Michael Key. like, Yeah. There should be a sketch category, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him winning that. But... You know what? There should be a sketch category. If they're, if they're like doing variety shows and breaking that up. That, yeah, that's true. Um, that Wait be... a minute. This kind of sucks. Uh, let me see. Maybe I'm misremembering. But did uh, did Kimmy Schmidt not get nominated for Best Actress? She did not. No. Yeah, that stinks. Because she was funny, and she was she would uh, Amy Poehler still should win, but she would fit in that group just fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was good. Um, she'll have another chance. I feel like. Uh, yeah. This is. I don't know. I. I could go with anybody. I would. I guess I would like. Andre Brower, too. Um, or Titus. <laughs> or any of them except uh, Adam Driver and, and Ty Burrell, because he's won so much. Uh, yeah, all right, next. You can read this one. Oh, all right. Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. Oh, God. Mayim Bialik. Oh, hey, the, the one nod to uh, Big Bang Theory, because uh, Dum Dum didn't get nominated this year, which is nice. Well, it's weird though. He's he gets nominated every year. What yeah. happened? Um, the, I think people are waking up to the fact that the show sucks. Well, even if the show sucks, he's funny. He's you really like him a lot more than I do. He's fine. He's okay, but yeah. well, if Allison Janney's getting nominated for Mom, and I love Allison Janney, but that show's so bad. How can you say that just because the show is bad, the person doesn't get nominated? I just don't think he's super great. I mean, it seems like. A fairly easy... That's exactly how I would describe him. Super great. A fairly easy role to play. Um, I mean, I could be wrong, but... So, Mayim Bialik, uh, Julie Bowen for Modern Family, Anna Klumski for Veep, Gabby Hoffman for Transparent, yeah, the aforementioned Allison Janney, Jane Krakowski for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, that's weird, um, Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live, Nisi Nash for getting on, which I have not seen. Um, so here's something interesting about this list. There's one, two, three, four former child actors. Actors. Oh, yeah. Julie Bowen, Allison Janney, Jane Krakowski, Nisi Nash. Well, Jane Krakowski is one of the choices. Oh, was she? She was the cousin in Vacation. Oh, shit, that's right. Um... I don't know. I would I would like Anna Klumski to probably go to Julie Bowen. And I think her great line in, in Vacation is when Rusty says, do you have asteroids? And she says, no, but my dad's some... Oh, maybe that's not her line. Anyway, she's funny in that movie. Way to blow the punchline on that one. I think <laughs> I think her best line in that movie was, uh, it's not a knife, this is a knife. It's great how she got rid of her accent. Yeah. It's kind of they they base that her character on uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on that. I yeah. would love it if they put her in a cameo in the new Vacation movie. Uh, well, they are definitely putting uh, Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo. Hey, there's yep. there. I think I told you before there was supposed to be a sitcom with Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo called Chev and Bev. Um, maybe that's coming up, but it wasn't on our fall preview list. I remember. Reading about it, it was like something where their kids moved back home with them or some shit. Anyway. Wow, I don't, I don't remember you talking about that. That sounds really terrible. Oh yeah, I'm sure it would be. Um, 
But maybe they just ditched the whole thing. Maybe nobody can work with Chevy Chase. <laughs> but the, I guess we talked about that vacation a little bit. Have we? Did you watch a trailer for it? I have not. I watched two trailers for it. One in the theater and one like I was showing someone and I happened to pick a, another trailer. The one trailer makes it look terrible. It makes it look like it's it's like a gross out movie just trying to, to do as much like dirty humor as they can in one movie. The other trailer actually makes it look like it might be a fun, funny movie. So we'll see which it is. I like the fact that they're not remaking it, but they're making it a continuation with Ed Helms playing Rusty. And uh, other than that, we'll see how it goes. I have this, I have this feeling that comedy movies are made for 14 year olds. Um, because I can't think of a comedy movie where I thought it was really good in since i was like 14 or 15 i thought hangovers were really funny yeah yeah no i thought um anything with paul rudd makes me laugh so all his movies are funny paul rudd does make me laugh um but i can't think of a great comedy he's been in uh that's the one he did with steve carell it was based on a on a french movie uh, what was the name of it oh i never saw that one yeah uh Oh, I can't remember the name of it. That was really guest or something. Yeah, I, can't, I, know. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was uh, Meet the Schmucks, something like that. Yeah, but that was funny. It was kind of a weak story, but lots of funny bits in it. And Paul Rudd was a big part of why it was so funny. And uh, what's the what's the one with with uh, Rashida Jones and Paul Rudd where uh, he's the, he's he's getting he makes friends oh, with shit yeah I love Jason you man that Siegel. was actually good that was funny actually yeah, I, so. yeah I'll give you that one uh, but I I know what the the big like ten pole summertime comedies are directed towards fourteen year olds and yeah like the Hangover is kind of like that but I think the Hangover is above it I think the Hangover is better than those but it is the same kind of idea that we're gonna have like a lot of gross out jokes in here and it's gonna be all like drinking and stuff that they can't do yet but they're gonna find funny. So, yeah, I see what you're saying, but sometimes I think they do a good enough job to make a funny movie in spite of that. And then there's Pixels, who I don't know who that's directed towards. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking Adam Sandler's in it, but I, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be terrible. Yes, I like Adam Sandler, but if you've seen the trailer for this movie, you know it's going to be terrible, and I still want to say it. Well, it's got the dink. <laughs> yep. Um. Well, wait, what the hell were we just... Oh, speaking of... Uh... I love you, man, and Paul Rudd. Nope, I lost my train of thought. God damn it! Oh so well, I know what it was gonna be. Uh, I might, I might be going to see Rush this week. Oh, we'll that's see. exciting. Fingers crossed. It's last tour, so tickets are kind of hard to come by. But, um, yeah, I, I watched that scene the other day where they're at the Rush concert, <laughs> and they were just going off, and Rashida Jones is standing there looking like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" <laughs> uh, Kate McKinnon. Was nominated. I don't know her for anything. I don't think maybe yeah, I've seen like a sketch or two. She but plays I, Justin Bieber on that show. That's all I really know about her. I have seen that. So, but she's going to be in the new Ghostbusters. That's what her her name says to me. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I, isn't I mean there's some good people involved with that, but oh yeah, Paul Feig. Yeah. Oh, oh there's another one, uh, Bridesmaids. Did you like that? It was it was fine. It wasn't terrible. Um, it wasn't, you know, I mean, there was, but even that, like the scene of having to go take a shit, I'm like, it's, you don't yeah. have to do this. Yeah, it, I didn't, you yeah, that was not funny. Yeah. <clears throat> no, but yeah, I like Paul Feig. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they're doing a Bridesmaids 2, too, aren't they? All those Bri- good... Is it like ballerinas? Ballerinas? Yeah, you said bride, Bridesmaids 2, too? Oh yeah, bridesmaids too. Yeah, well they that's the new if you lived on the west coast you would know that's a new style for weddings. You you do theme weddings. Everybody dresses up in a tutu. Uh some people dress up in hippo costumes or they'll have like uh Disneyland weddings where uh, everybody's a Mormon, they don't serve alcohol. Yeah. That's how they that's how the the Silicon Valley billionaires and the Hollywood Hot shots roll. Why just have a wedding when you can have a really crappy memory? 
Okay. I don't think there's going to be a sequel. I'm reading it about it now. Melissa McCarthy, there was one rumor that she was going to do a sequel without Kristen Wiig, and she said, God, I wouldn't want to. I would never want to. I think it's a terrible idea. I don't know anything about it, but I know nobody wants to do it unless it's great. If it is, it'll show up wherever those ladies are. So there's nothing right now. Oh, yeah. Well, you wouldn't do it without Kristen Wiig. It would be stupid. I just like how how forceful her opinion is. And then it would be really funny when the movie comes out and she's a star. I heard Spy was actually pretty good, but... Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'll probably catch it at some point on cable or something. Um, But you don't have cable. Well, you know, on uh, streaming. That's my cable. No, wait, I do have cable. I have HBO Now. Is that what it's called? HBO Now? Stupid name. What is this getting on? Getting, oh, with Nisi Nash? I don't know. I think it's like some kind, I don't know. I think it's about like working in a nursing home or something. Uh, huh. Oh, based on a British series. Um, yeah, I'm not going to scroll through this to read what it's about. It doesn't matter. I think that's what it is. It's like nursing shit. It's like... Outstanding supporting actor in a drama series. Jonathan Banks, Jim Carter, Alan Cumming, Penny includes Michael Kelly, Ben Mendelsohn for all for different things. This bloodline has gotten nominated for two different things. Is it that good? No, I don't know what it is. It's a Netflix show. I had an ad for it, and I didn't want to watch it, so I went to just to watch another episode of Parks and Rec. Huh. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, I like Kyle, Kyle, Kyle Chandler. And uh, I guess Ben Mendelsohn is good in, too. I'd say it's going to be Jonathan Banks or The Dink in this one. Um, I know. I don't. I haven't. Oh, well. Alan Cumming on The Good Wife? Nah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, she got snubbed this year, too, but I guess she's won before. Juliana Margulies. I think she's won for The Good Wife, and I think she won for ER. So yeah, she no, has I... enough trophies to satisfy anyone. Not me. She should have them all. Yeah, I, I think... Although Jonathan Banks on Better Call Saul... His role was really kind of small for the most part this season. I mean, I know it's a supporting actor, but maybe I'm, maybe Peter Dinklage. His time has come. His time is now. HBO now. Now we're just doing advertising for them since you stole from them once. Great. I, I have to suffer. I don't mind doing advertising for HBO. They have some good shows. Although, HBO now, you know, you can watch some movies and stuff on there you know they're all terrible they're like the worst movies ever put into theaters i don't know why they can't get some good movies on there john i don't think you like movies so there would never be a movie you'd like to watch on there i heard that the adam sandler hbo movie is pretty good he hasn't not adam sandler god damn it andy sandberg i didn't know he had one either like straight to hbo yeah yeah it's well it's an hbo production It's like some sports movie thing, but it's supposed to be funny. I, I don't even know. That's about all I know about it. But Oh, uh, the tennis mockumentary. Is it out? I think so, yeah. Okay. I remember them talking about making it. I didn't know it came out. That's cool. I, I watched Eastbound and Down. That was pretty funny. I was surprised. Yeah, it is funny. It's season. It, it's, uh, I can't take too much of it at once, but it is funny. I mean, luckily, it's only like six episodes a season, too. Yeah. Which is <laughs> just the right amount. Um, all right, outstanding supporting actress in a drama series. Uzo Aduba. Oh, Crazy Eyes from uh, Orange is the New Black. Christine Baranski for The Good Wife. Amelia Clark for Game of Thrones. I think she's terrible, Amelia Clark. As, As a person? No, no, just the actress. I don't think she's very good. Joanne Frogger from Downtown Abbey. Lena Headley. She's still alive? Wait. Oh, that's somebody else I'm thinking of. Lena Headley as Cersei on Game of Thrones. And Christina Hendricks from Mad Men. Uh, don't really know. This is kind of a weak list, I feel like. I think you got to give it to Christina Hendricks. Although, maybe they'll give it to Crazy Eyes. Amelia Clark. We're nearing... The grand finale 
I think. Are we, we're not going to be doing, like, directing and shit, right? Nobody cares. Well, maybe we could do writing. Nobody cares. It's all pointless. Let me say, there's nothing on writing. We could do it if you wanted. I didn't even look at it, so I didn't. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, we'll skip it. All right, so we are at the end. Uh, Just like, like the man. doors. Yeah. Outstanding supporting actor in a limited series. Oh, we don't care about this. Oh, yeah, so we are at the end. We're done. Oh, oh so this people. is Olive Kittredge also at Bill Murray? Man. Yeah, what the hell is Olive Kittredge? I haven't even heard of it. That's the Frances McDormand based on the book, the novel. Oh. And uh, we can read the novel by... because it's written by Elizabeth Strout. Oh. Uh, I thought it was based on a novel pushed by Sapphire. Well, as most novels are, it wasn't. Yeah, all of Kittredge. Oh, we could read the novel. Is it a drama? It's got to be. What is it? Anything oh, yeah. with Bill Murray is a comedy. That's true. Do you see the razor's edge? Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we're done. Uh, yeah. I like Tatiana Maslany getting nominated. Um, this is the one. I'm glad uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt got nominated for a couple things, and I'm glad uh, Andre Brower got a nomination. And I hope Amy Poehler wins. That's about as excited as I am for this Emmy. Oh, they have little write-ups. What network do you think got the most nominations? I'm going to say HBO. Correct, by a lot. They got 40. ABC, second place with 14. Wow. That's a distant second. Yeah. And, oh, even though they combined CBS and Comedy Central, they only got eight. Wow. Even though they combined NBC and Showtime, they only got nine. Wait. I don't know why they get combined. Yeah, I don't either. It doesn't make any sense to me, but they did. I, does, does Comcast own Showtime? Anyway, ABC had 14, FX had 13, Netflix had 13, and then it goes down from there. Lifetime had two. Wow. Was that Will Ferrell movie one of them? I hope so. Oh, I know what I was thinking of earlier, um, and then I covered it up with something else I didn't. I wasn't actually thinking of saying, because we were talking about uh, the, the terrible hangover movies. Um, the Ken Jeong sitcom, multi-camera. Oh, right. It's yeah. multi-camera, dude. I saw a commercial for it. Oh, so I'm going to have to give that the thumbs down. But You, know, you haven't watched it yet. We'll, well, Sein- we'll watch it. but Seinfeld was multi-camera. That was funny. Yeah, Seinfeld was 50 years ago, dude. This is a dawning of a new era. I don't understand era. why NBC and Showtime are combined in this Wikipedia list. Someone needs to explain this to me because Showtime is owned by CBS. Oh, so CBS and Showtime should be combined. With Comedy Central, apparently. Yeah, but who owns Comedy Central? I don't know. I thought Richard Branson owned it, or Clear Channel, or Donald Trump. And wait, why aren't Fox and FX combined to make it so Fox and FX have 19? This all doesn't make any mis- any sense to me, and I'm going to write a letter to Wikipedia. You should. A strongly worded letter to their corporate headquarters in inner space uh shit i didn't even think of a recommendation dude oh before we get to that let's talk about the fact that andy sandberg is actually hosting the emmys yeah so that would be interesting extra super cool first of all it stinks that he can't give himself an, an award because he didn't get nominated but it'd be extra super cool if he was there to give a nom- an, an award to andre brower but saying it of course i forget that the host never gives an award to anyone yeah no i know Although but I, I heard him on Nerdist talking about the fact that he was hosting, and he said that Scott Ackerman's helping him write it, which makes me excited to watch the show. Oh, that's good. Dude, that was one of the funniest uh, podcast episodes of Comedy Bang Bang. It was, I think it was last year, where they were singing that song. It was him and Lauren Lapkus, and uh, Scott Ackerman, Lauren Lapkus, and Andy, Sandler, Andy Sandberg. God damn. I wish Adam Sandler would die so I could remove his name from my brain. Um. Did you did you hear that one? I, I think so. Yeah. I don't remember the song. Well, it's Hollywood talk, you know, one of the. Oh yeah. And they did it like fifty times, <laughs> trying to all get it right. Yeah, because it was a song he'd done the first time he was on the show, and then they were just trying to remember how it went. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, that's that's cool. I'm glad Scott Arkerman's helping him write it. Um, I know he's. We've talked about it, but he's one of those people I've really like super come around on. Where at first I was kind of put off by his demeanor, and now I just think he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It it's it's interesting how how popular he's he's become in like in a, in a certain segment. I guess I I don't know if he's, but at the same at the same time popular like behind the scenes like he did that he he's behind he does the between, between two, two ferns. ferns yeah and there's i think there's another thing that he does that he's he's responsible for that he's i guess it's just comedy bang bang but anyway i mean he got an emmy for between two ferns and that that obama episode of that was unbelievably good yeah and he's behind uh i mean he's behind earwolf yeah he's yeah yeah i mean he's made it happen and he's deservedly so i think yeah um i think he had something to do with that uh What's that that one podcast about the guy who got committed a crime? I think he was responsible for. Oh that. yeah, serial. Yeah, he invented that. No, no. Well, that one, but the one where the guy was talking about the crime in the bathroom. What? The Jinx with Scott Ackerman. Oh, the yeah, the Jinx with Scott Ackerman. Yeah, he really had a lot of weird facial tics in that one, but it was good makeup. Are you still listen to Nerdist? I, dude, like you said, when it's somebody I like, yeah, I, 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 I saw that he ho- the the guy hosted the Comic Con. He hosted the uh, the DC panel. I'm like, man, that had to be suck. Because yeah, I I like that he's excited for stuff, but sometimes his excitement goes past excitement and onto just like what's that word when somebody is sycophancy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I no, I agree. I I can't. I can't deal with it. It's it's weird. Like, Comedy Bang Bang is like the comedy podcast that stands out for me now because Douglas movies I really liked for a long time and it's just been kind of terrible lately because he's always on the road and he, so he gets like these comedians from whatever town he's in and it's never as good anymore. But yeah, well, Comedy Bang Bang is the best. And I, I like that he mixes things up where it's like, we've had these people, like you look at the list of guests he has over the years and they change because he's like, well, you know, you want to get new people in to do different characters. You can't have the same people all the time. I mean, there's always going to be uh, Paul Tompkins and... and Lauren uh, Lapkus now. No, no, now Lauren Lapkus, but, you know, in a year or two, she might be gone. So that's what I mean. It's like, like when it first started, he had the guy from The Odd Couple on a lot. Uh, I forget. Oh, Tom name. Lennon. Yeah, yeah. Tom Lennon. He had Tom Lennon. And then he just, I guess maybe Tom Lennon got too busy or whatever. Just maybe didn't fit. Whatever. He was able to, to bring new people in and just have new funny people. And, and Lauren Lapkus is on a lot, but I I bet when she hits a big, and she was in Jurassic World, so she's going to hit a big, she won't be on as much. And I don't think it'll matter because he'll find someone else that's fun. So so I think he's good at incorporating new people is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, waiting for us to get the call. Um uh, if you would have give, given our number in the email you sent to them, we probably would have gotten the call years ago. Perhaps. Yeah, you should listen to that. You talking you two to me. It's a good, there's a good story in there um, that I won't spoil for you. Recommendations, Asians, Asians, Asians. Asians. Uh, you Do go you first because I'm still trying to think. I saw Ant-Man last night and I'm going to recommend it. I, I, before I saw it, I didn't, I didn't think I would be recommending on the podcast i thought it would just be something that would be good for me but i thought it was really good it far exceeded my expectations paul rudd was of course wonderful in it but the story was i think the the most comic book movie of like in a long time was very it's not the best comic book movie not it's not the best uh movie based on a comic book for by far but it's the it felt like a comic book much more than other movies they did the way they incorporated characters, the way they had the story, it was not necessarily a great story, but it was very much a comic book story. It was really funny and great, great special effects on the ants. And they were fun. So if you like comic movies, you'll like it. But I think everybody will like it because Paul Rudd is awesome. Go see it. Man, it must be hard to get special effects on those ants. They're so small. I know. That's what's so amazing. And they... They got good acting ants too. Not the they weren't surly or anything. Oh yeah, they weren't like the child actors of the ant world. Nope. Um, I all right. I'll recommend a comic book. Stick with the theme. I have not finished the comic book. I mean, it might still currently be running. It probably is. But uh, and I've only re- I'm on like episodes. Episode 
uh, issue six. So, oh, I thought you meant like you didn't finish the one like this. You were on page thirteen. Or oh no, I'm I'm on like sixth issue. Um, and I'm kind of hoping it doesn't go in a way that it, it seems like it might go. But either way, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. It's uh, Runaways. I don't know if you've read that. Runaways is that the the kids of of evil people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've read a little bit of that. I like that a lot, and it comes from our favorite Brian K. Vaughn. Oh shit! I didn't even, you know, I didn't even look at the credits. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I, I'm liking that. Oh, that that makes sense. Is that is that uh, an ongoing series or was it like a limited thing? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I either. think I've read like two graphic novels of it. and I liked it a lot, but I never picked it up again. I think it, I think his time when it was limited, and maybe after that it it became a different story and it wasn't as good. Okay. So once you notice his name is gone, you can stop reading. How did you come about reading that? Uh. Well, uh, past guest of the show, Steve Marcus, who did our REM Fables episode, uh, told me about it. He, or he, you know, he recommended it to me as a comic book to read. So, yeah. I was, I picked it up and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. How are you reading it? Digitally or? Digitally, yeah. On my, on my iPad. Um, Oh, you got an iPad? Wow. Yeah. It's the best way to read. I mean, like you can buy comic books on, uh on the Amazon, like on Amazon for like the Kindle, but I don't have a Kindle fire or anything, you know, I just got like a Kindle Kindle. So right. I imagine it's going to look like shit on there. You yeah. could also buy comic books on Amazon and watch, read them on your iPad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I no, I know. I know. Have, hey, have you signed up for that? Uh, you know, Marvel has that service where you can, you know, you... Yeah, I keep meaning to. I'm not sure I want to. Have you? Have you? What, what do you think of it? I I haven't uh, I haven't signed up. I'm I'm thinking about it, but I'm like, I really, it's kind of shitty the amount of information you get on it from them anyway. I I know. Have to look yeah. elsewhere because I'm like, what exactly is available? You know. I um, think it's like all the big stuff. Like you'll find all the X Men stuff. You'll find all the Spider Man stuff, and this this is the idea I got from. But like there'll there'll be weird gaps. In, in series is like I don't think there's any gaps in the major stuff but like smaller things there's gaps for one reason or another I don't really know the reasons and uh, but there's a lot there it get, usually gets good reviews okay yeah I might, um, I might check that out that might be just an easier way to do everything a good time to sign up because I think they have a deal going on now that if you put a, a coupon code in you get it for a penny for the first month oh alright sounds good alright I guess that does it for this week. Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Rate us highly on iTunes. Like us on Facebook and like the individual episodes. And most of all, tell your friends to listen because we like your friends more than you. Mm-hmm. It's true. And we like you a lot. Pat does. All right. I guess that'll do it. Uh, so until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Shadow.
surprise I saw you walk on a clear day First a king heart, then a last breath Like a glittering prize, I saw you up on 